0: We can say nothing or we can say everything we want. I've already started, by the way.
1: Ah, right. I have now hit the button as well. Fucking hell, man. It's not started well at all. Um, But. It
0: started better than last week. We actually did it.
1: (laughs) Right, well, the music's about to start, so shut your face this time, right?
0: Roll credits.
1: Watching. Um, one thing we will need to start with this week is actually say our names because the first episode, neither of us said who we were. So, my name is Craig Jemison.
0: I'm Gary Gordon.
1: We don't know what we're doing. Yes. Yeah. 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 Going real well. Real well so far. Um, welcome to episode two. If you're listening, um, thank you to everybody that listened to episode one. Um, we had a lot of very nice comments come back from it, people um, that actually listened to it enjoyed it, which was really cool Yet the
0: response was sick, the feedback was, mwah, chef's kiss Mwah, chef's kiss mwah.
1: Asterisk, chef's kiss It was Yeah, it's Dino, like, <laughs> we've definitely hit a nice little, um, I think we're gonna find our rhythm with um, trying to be as light and comical as we can be, but also, like i think people enjoyed the fact that we did actually talk about some pretty heavy shit last week like that stuff was yeah i feel like uh, we were kind of deep diving into your into your history but then also it was talking about some fucking some awful stuff that we're still having to deal with to this day with the pandy but yeah it's been it's been really nice having that reception Um, i hope people keep enjoying it i hope we keep doing all right and um I think i think i would like to get to a point where if the numbers kind of start going up and we get that kind of reception that we start including people in the conversation we'll open up maybe even start a twitter or something and, and it can let people send in questions or ideas for topics that they would like us to discuss if we have you know brains that um, people want to listen to and words that people want to listen to
0: i don't know yeah that'd be cool I think a lot of people actually want to get involved with the conversation. That's kinda of what people have been saying to me. It's like Which was quite nice. I didn't expect people to say that. They were like, Oh, it's just like a conversation you want to be a part of and I was like, Oh, fucking tough shit. Like, see you later on. <laughs> this is my podcast, <laughs> shut up. This
1: is our time to bond. <laughs> it's like it's not like we've had fucking eleven years to build a beautiful friendship and now we're we're just taking it to that next level, man.
0: We're either gonna take it to the next level or we're gonna destroy it completely. But if we destroy <laughs> it completely, we might end up millionaires. So you know we destroy,
1: yeah, we destroy it completely, at least we'll have some like really nice content to put out onto the onto the internet. Onto the webs. What onto the, the webs. webs. <laughs> <laughs> um right, well I've not got anything in particular that I was gonna jump onto today. I know last week um,
0: we were opening last up. Last week a bit you year. blindsided me and <laughs> This week my guard is completely up, so I'm ready. Like, come on, I'm shut down. Defenses are up. I got you. Nah, nah, I don't want that. I want you to, to talk to me. I
1: mean, the one thing, the one thing that actually did pop up that uh, I wanted you to, to elaborate on was um, you're you're guilty for sending me some of the most grotesque but wonderful pictures um, of different things like, uh. Buckets of body fluid that you found on the internet, or just stuff about horses that I really shouldn't know. But the one that will always stick out in my mind that you sent me a couple of weeks ago was the picture of what I've started calling Bert in my house, which was your abnormally long grey
0: belly hair that you found. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my! It fell out that same day. Like, yeah, I can't find it. It's gone. Yeah. (laughs) gonzo how long has it been there you know like
1: yeah there's like there's there's a serious mystery around this 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 long hair so uh, for people that don't know for people that haven't seen gary's gorgeous body he you you're a fairly hairy man you've got a nice hairy belly on you but Mm -hmm. (laughs) just randomly one day when i was just sitting eating my lunch i got a picture from gary and he was holding out this long ass Silverback gorilla hair. <laughs> there is no explanation of it. It's like a proper Scooby
0: Doo mystery. Man, we discovered it in real time. If, if like like I had just found it, and I was like, "Someday needs to know." <laughs> so I sent it to you, and I was like, "Yep."
1: Absolutely honored that I was the person that was subject to that. I mean, I still have the picture, so you never know the rest of it, and it might be subject to it, because I'll just make it the image for this fucking episode. <laughs> yeah, I've got the picture as well. I,
0: I it got some real fond memories attached to it now, so. <laughs> that long 45 minutes that me and Bert were acquainted.
1: <laughs> and then it just disappeared as mysteriously as it appeared.
0: Yeah, up and gone.
1: Up like, how long gone. was
0: it there? Because the rest of my hair isn't gray and not that long. like I'm getting there. The gray is coming, but that oh, you mean hair... the gray,
1: not, not the length
0: <laughs> No. why does it stop though? You know, like my leg hairs have been the same length forever, I think. Yeah. same with the rest of the hair on my body. Like why does it just stop?
1: Well, I don't think it does. I think it just slows. Like, you go through the acceleration during pu- puberty, obviously. I mean, I, uh-huh. I wouldn't know. I've not had it yet, as you can see from my facial hair. So, I'm still not actually one with puberty yet. It's looking good this week, though. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you, man. Got
0: some that. real definition coming through on that uh, goatee. And that goatee. That's
1: all, that's all that grows. I've got no hair on my body. I think I have about three nipple hairs, and that's about it, to be honest. <laughs> um yeah i think i think when you go through purity it accelerates to a point and then it does slow down because i mean like there's there's pictures of my my granda of when he was younger and he was fairly hairy but like see by the time he was like in his 70s that dude had like robin williams hands that dude looked like a silverback <laughs> his hands were fucking... just on the hands <laughs> just on the hands
0: <laughs> so no, that, baldy does... wrists <laughs>
1: It's like when guys get tattoos on just their hands, but then don't have anything anywhere else on their arm, and it just looks so out of place.
0: Yeah. This is such a weird conversation.
1: Yeah, but also, I'm enjoying it, so <laughs> no problems here.
0: <laughs> well, as long as one of us is enjoying our time together, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, as long as as long as long there's a bit of laughter in me, then I'll just keep talking, I don't give a shit but that that's I, I, I mean like we've we've seen i mean we've been around we've seen some guys with with tattoos we've seen some gals with tattoos and there's some real bad ones out there man like some really fucking bad ones and i am guilty for it i have terrible ones <laughs> i think yeah, i, I remember, got some bad ones I, But i think that's just like something you go through isn't it i remember i can't remember who it was i think it might have been sam i gave this advice to i was like dude do not get... Because Sam's considerably younger than us and I, I always tend to forget that. But I remember saying to him, like, dude, don't get a tattoo before you're, like, 21. Because every tattoo I have got pre-21, I fucking hate it. Hate yeah.
0: it. I think as well, like, when I like when I first started getting tattooed, like, 18, 19... Well, I, I got my first one when I was 16 going on 17. Illegal! I got a illegal i got it done in turkey nice Um, (laughs) what was that uh just the microphone on my arm like i got other stuff added to it to make me not hate it as much right um but yeah when i first got it um first red flag should have been the, the 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 studio quote unquote was um on site at the hotel so like you're sitting at the pool, and if you look to your right, you were just like, "There's a guy getting tattooed." If you were sat and having your lunch, you look to the left, there's a guy getting tattooed, like just it was on, like such a,
1: a on a on a sun lounger,
0: yeah, on a lounger with a like pinacalada. no real bed. <laughs> so I like actually like went on at my mum and dad for the whole two weeks we were in Turkey. I was like, "Go on, go on, yeah. please, please," yeah. and then on like the last day, they were like okay cool so i went uh I, I said to him what i wanted he like literally just brought up a picture on google and traced it <laughs> i was like cool man <laughs> ideal um so i'm sat there like so it's our last day of the holiday so we're not like getting in the pool or any of that kind of stuff we're just chilling um so i'm wearing like regular clothes you yeah. know um it's the sweat's punching off me it's so it's turkey obviously yeah. it's hot yeah. So I'm sat there. We're like twenty minutes in. Let's say first tattoo. Uh, didn't really know what was going on. Um, I was in a world of hurt, and mm-hmm. I it realized that I bleed a lot when I get tattooed, which is still oh, a thing shit. to this day. I still bleed really? like quite heavily. Yeah. Fuck. Um. So like twenty minutes in, half an hour in, this guy just goes, "Whoa, it's too hot." And I was like, "Yep." <laughs> like thought he would have acclimatized by now lived there his entire life yeah he goes oh i'll be back in 10 minutes and i was like all right maybe he's gonna get a drink fair enough cool himself down gets to the door takes off his t-shirt jumps in the pool <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just sat there and i'm like all right
1: just just watching the guy do a few laps some breaststroke yeah, butterfly.
0: So, so by this point i've taken off my shirt because it's hot i'm just yeah. like just sat there like I like pissing out my arm. Yeah. Uh, sweaty. Gross. I had long I had longish hair at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> you're just and, describing um, you're just
1: describing my sex stream last night.
0: Hmm. <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Barish's Barish his name was. His name was uh-huh. Barish. B A R I S. Hit him up right. if you want some sick ties. Um <laughs> <laughs> He comes back pats himself dry which is nice. Amazing.
1: Puts his Super. gloves back on.
0: Yeah, puts his gloves back on, doesn't put a t shirt back on and then continues to tattoo me. But the way I'm sat, like my hand is now in his chest. <laughs> and Barish, <laughs> my boy, was a. Uh, he was a substantial fella, you know, there was quite okay. a bit of him. Um so it wasn't the most comfortable time of my life. Uh, we also got mugged off as well like we, i had to pay so much money for this tattoo i remember yeah. like, i got I, I got home and i said to like like tattoo friends uh, yeah like, oh i got this cost me this it took this long and he was like <laughs> you got mugged like obviously they saw us coming like yeah from my like yeah the pasty white guy with sunburn yeah <laughs> mug him off so yeah i got that tattoo and then I had to sit on a plane, like I think Turkey's like five hours away, something like that. Four yeah. or five hours away. Yeah. Just sweating on the plane. <laughs> Uncomfortable. I didn't have time to like wash it or anything before we got on the plane. Jesus. So I just sat it's cling filmed up. It's just gross. Um so I kept it like that for a couple of years, and it wasn't like I kinda realized that the the shading was on probably the wrong side. <laughs> 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 like, like where it should be. Um, <laughs> so i got like added to and all that kind of stuff uh, i don't hate it as much now but i still definitely want to chop my arm off most days yeah yeah i also want to like mean, chop off my legs too if i could skin myself i would
1: oh man no your legs are some of the most picturesque things i have ever seen in my life you have the most gorgeous pins
0: thanks man they are my legs set the unattainable standards for the rest of my body <laughs> you know like every day i look at my legs and i'm like oh, i wish the rest of me would catch up like i have <laughs> that potential but it's just not happening what is it's slow, it is, slowly man. slowly
1: you you know it is um, but
0: the legs were born this way, you know, like, <laughs> not born dude, this way, dude. that'd be so weird. Just came out with, like, these massive hairy legs, tiny body. <laughs> Just, oh, Your, your mum went through some
1: fucking hard times bursting you out with those big-ass pins.
0: <laughs> well, I came out feet first, so it would have been a terrible time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those
1: fucking big feet coming out. Oh, my yeah.
0: God. Yeah, um. it all went wrong. I ended up getting cut out. It's fine. That's what it is.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm not going to open that one up. That can be another time. I don't think I'm, I've got. I don't think I've got it in me to talk about that today. No, nah. I'll, I'll write it down. I'll take a note for maybe right another time. But, but anyway, like what, I was saying, was...
0: got some garbage tattoos when I was younger because I was making too much money in a job that I hated and <laughs> didn't have anything to spend money on. So I spent not bad tattoos. The tattoos are technically sound. I just yeah. I look at them and go, <laughs> "Oh, twenty eight year old me would never get these." <laughs> yeah,
1: but that must be that must be a thing that like most people think when they've got tattoos you get to a certain point of uh, you get to a certain age and you're just like what the fuck was i thinking when i got this done like i mean like i have some tattoos that definitely need to be covered up due to white people being the fucking worst people alive but (laughs) i still think like the choices you make when you're young i mean that one wasn't even when i was young that was pretty recently but like the choices that you make when you're young, because I get my first one done. I think I was also seventeen when I get my first one done, and it was it was definitely a choice. Do you remember the the Glasgow band
0: Asriel? Of course I do.
1: Will of Fire loved that album when I was younger. Absolutely loved that album. And then then I thought it'd be a good idea to get like the full like fucking paragraph of lyrics like right down my arm. So I had it all, like, drawn out myself and stuff, the whole fucking... So it would have taken up the entire space of my arm. And I only had (laughs) enough money to do, like, the last line, (laughs) basically. So that's all I have on my wrist, is, like, the last line of the full thing I had written out. But in hindsight, I'm so fucking glad I was poor. Because if I had got that whole thing up my arm, I may as well have just got Craig tattooed on my back.
0: <laughs> have you seen that photo? The guy just standing, <laughs> like looking, looking into the sun. Like, and he's on the beach or something. He's like <laughs> looking into the, the the water, hands on his hips, fucking loud and proud. And on his back, it just says Craig. <laughs> 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 it's actually amazing.
1: Oh man! That oh man, What are,
0: What are the odds that you get that tattoo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: <clears throat> do I get to pick I'll- the font? Uh, no Old English Fuck Right And I'll go halves
1: You'll go halves Yeah Do I get to pick who's doing it at least Aye
0: Yeah that's right, right.
1: I'll go Eight. Eight Eight I'll go eight I'll go fucking very <laughs> good odds I'll go
0: eight oh, Fuck it uh, This is the win I need today Come on let's do this. <laughs> <clears throat> Right, right, who's eight. counting down? Yeah, who's counting I'll down? Count. I'll count. Okay, right. <laughs> you ready? <coughs> yep. Three, two, one, six. One. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yes. Imagine. Uh, you. You live to fight another day. Live good. to
1: fight another day. That can maybe be like a, a standing thing that we do every week as we'll find out what are the odds to fuck each other up and just ruin each other's lives for it all (laughs) that would have been (laughs) a
0: horrible one to start with
1: (laughs) I mean horrible but also good fun that would have been awful and I'm pretty sure Emma would have left me I think that would have been the final straw for her to just be like cool I'm out
0: (laughs) can't fucking do this anymore (laughs) that would be the final straw yeah Jesus Christ (laughs) You must be walking on on (laughs) eggshells You've been around me For more than half an hour
1: So imagine having to live with it It's great I would I'm so thankful Go find a fucking two bedroom Then I'll just move in with
0: you (laughs) Perfect (laughs) Because finding a one bed Was not stressful enough
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll make it so much easier for you But Oh man yeah, tattoos is a, is a weird one. Like, all of the tattoos that I have, like, I think I like, I think I maybe like one of mine. It's not that I've got a lot. I don't really, but I think I, I genuinely like one of them. The rest of them are a bit like either, oh, why did you do that, or I really shouldn't have done that.
0: <coughs> yeah, yeah. But, well, I had I had a pair of balls tattooed on my leg forever. Don't I? <laughs> <laughs> like, if ever there was a tattoo you should not get, is <laughs> It's a it's a hairy scrot on your ankle for life.
1: <laughs> they go alongside
0: your fucking straight edge tattoos. I oh, don't even. Think that. <laughs> that needs to go at some point. This is the thing, when I was younger, I was like, no, I'll never get a cover-up tattoo. I'll live with the mistakes that I've made. And I'm just like, nope, get them <laughs> so far to fuck. I need them <laughs> off my body right now. The balls I mean, was like the the balls. I didn't even care about like what covered it up. Like I said to I said to Duncan, I was just like, here. I don't care what goes here, just as mm-hmm. long as it's not testicles. And he was like, oh, I'll draw your big dick then. And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be worse. But so no, he, he drew like a a nice wee vase with a skull on it. So it's you have cool. actually
1: covered the balls up.
0: Yeah, like two years ago.
1: I I fuck. I have no. Idea, what is happening on your body, man? I don't see it enough. I
0: actually didn't. I, I
1: actually didn't know that you'd got those balls covered up, and I am now fucking heartbroken.
0: Oh man, yeah, I got, I got them covered up when he did my knee or one of my knees. He was just like, "I can right now if you want," and I was like, yep, perfect."
1: Unbelievable, man.
0: I've still got the Yolo tattoo though. I don't think that'll go anywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you only live once, but you live with your fucking choices.
0: Yeah, you live with regret for the rest of your life. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Oh, Christ. It's funny, like, talking about, like, tattoos and stuff, it's the only time in my life that there's never been enough of my body, if you know what I mean. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I've hated how I've looked forever. Mm -hmm. And I've always been like, oh, there's too much of me. I need to get rid of it. And then I start talking about tattoos and I'm like, oh god, the space is filling up. Like (laughs) where am I gonna put this? There's too many good artists out there. Like I wanna get tattooed off all of them. But Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's only there's only so there's only so much canvas you can you can fill. But you know, you could just go over the balls. No, I mean you the f- not your actual fucking testicles <clears throat> attached to your body. I mean you've already went over one of the fucking.
0: Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I actually. i not actually meaning fucking tattoo your <laughs> on actual fucking balls. <laughs> Jesus, can you imagine? Oh.
1: I don't no. want to imagine. I'm not going down that fucking road.
0: No, no, I don't want to imagine that at all. That would be horrid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, another thing that. I always think about um, what was that? I fucking already, forgot what I was going to say. I actually had something in my head that I was going to say, and I've completely forgot. It. That's good. Oh, That's come on, backtrack.
0: Good. You can get there. You can get there. <sighs> I believe crazy. in you. Oh, God, I must have been so shite If you can't remember, oh, it God.
1: probably was. That is probably a very good point.
0: We can move on. We we'll just move on to something else because I,
1: I don't think it is ever going to fucking come back now. I mean, one thing I would actually like to speak to you about is how how is it that you are the most European man I have ever met in my life <laughs> and yet you live in Brickton like oh, see I just... every, every fucking picture you send me is of some <clears throat> fancy ass wine and I just can't do it
0: what do you mean you can't do it like your wine is so fancy look I just like the finer things in life what is wrong with <laughs> There nothing just, is the answer.
1: No, no there isn't, I'm, a, I'm not going to change you for anything. But yeah, you, you enjoy the most European shit for a guy that doesn't live... I mean, technically, we no longer live in Europe. But you do. You. No, you, we, don't live don't in u- you we
0: live in Europe. Europe is still a continent. We will still <laughs> be part of that. We are just not part of the Blessed Union, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> but... To answer your question, the reason I am the way I am is because I grew up here, and realised I didn't want to be like any of the people who live here. That's fair. It's also the w- it's also the way th- why I speak the way I speak. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have the most Glaswegian accent; it's pretty neutral as far as they go. It mm-hmm. comes out when I'm excited or angry or you know, like when I'm like animated. I'm like, alright, like it happens. <laughs> <coughs> but, and obviously it's it, it, you just become like a a kind of creature of your environment i guess like mm-hmm. when i was younger growing up my mum and dad speak with very broad glaswegian accents my mum's lived yep. in the east end for a lot of her life my dad was like townhead and in north of glasgow right okay. so they have these really strong accents and uh my granny or my mum's side, my wee granny she would always shout at you if you like, use slang around her. Or she really? would always, like... If I was, like, oh, I've got a really sore head, she's, like, the words head. And I'm, like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's... Place. But that's just how she was, you know? She was quite yeah. a proper lady, you know? She never swore in her life unless she was, like, the most angry. And yeah. I've... I never saw that. But I knew that she would like, thrown relatives out of her house for swearing, mm, like... Nice. Oh, yeah. She was feisty, you know? <laughs> and, like... <clears throat> just growing up like i just i guess i decided that i never really wanted to have like a super strong glasgow accent i decided like it's just a thing i just pronounced yeah. every word the way that they're supposed to be pronounced yeah and it made me sound like this yeah um so, so I, I guess i guess that's a thing
1: yeah so like you kind of rebelled against the environment you were brought up in is what you try to say
0: yeah yeah but instead of going off the rails, like the punk rocker I am, <laughs> uh, I just decided to play by the rules, <laughs> which is <laughs> arguably more punk. You
1: went on the rails, is what you're trying I to say. I went on the rails. You went on the rails. Because yep. where you came up with, there aren't even rails. No rails.
0: No rails. <laughs> no rails. But yeah, so... I always, I always like make the joke that I'm, like, the most West End, East End guy, you know? like Yeah, yeah. Got my working class sensibilities, but really, like, a nice fucking, you know, like, fucking sort of Blanc, that is what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I honestly don't even know what that means. Like, I came up, I came up in, like, a, a fairly well-off place. Like, I came up, I think I'm, like, South, East. I'm not you even You came up sure. in the... Burbs, yeah, uh, yeah, pro- proper burbs. Like, ours was like it was far enough away from the city to not be the city, but it's not quite like a farming town. But it has like a small villagey vibe about it, has that same yeah. like weird, the, like wee town mindset. Well, a lot of people, I fucking hated it. I couldn't, I couldn't. Did your mum and
0: dad it. always stay in the same place, like the house that no. I'd been to? No, no, no.
1: um, my.
0: Because that was a nice house and a nice yeah. area.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I definitely came up in a, in a nice wee bit. But I think that's what drove me to wanting to live actually, like, in the city. Like, where we are just now in the south side, like, this is where we want to come up. Because we're both from, like, relatively kind of close to the centre of, like, I was close to Glasgow Emma was close relatively close to Glasgow as well so it was like we weren't too far out that it was probably like proper bumpkin vibes or anything but yeah <coughs> um, and I think that's what drove us to wanting to live close to the city because we just hated the hated the small town mindset that especially where I came up that that had I hated that like wee village this is where we born and bred type mindset that comes with where I'm from I I couldn't stand it to be honest and props to the people that I came up like a lot of them have started building their families there and stuff and like they obviously fucking loved it there but there was just something about staying in, in a place where I grew up and I didn't exactly have like amazingly fond memories that would keep me attached to it that would keep me attached to where I came up so, yeah. kind of bouncing about in different places, because, I mean, I, I, after I moved out, I think I've lived, I think I've lived in, like, seven or eight different fucking flats and houses since I moved yeah, yeah. out of my mum and dad's house, do you know what I mean? Like, I've, been I've, all hopped, I've hopped around a lot, um, especially in Glasgow and kind of just around it, Um, but my folks, my mum came up in, like, the kind of next town over, and my dad came up in Paisley, <clears throat> Yeah. So they kind of knew where they were, but now they moved to, they moved to where I was born just before I was born, um, but they lived somewhere else with my brother. But that was more like farming village that they lived in before before they moved to Nielsen kind of thing. But, uh-huh. um I, I I just we actually a couple of years ago, just after our first was born, we actually moved back to where I'm from. And we made it three months. Yeah, and it we was such
0: like, a brief stint that you were away.
1: Yeah, we made it three months and just went,
0: we can't do this. Did we come into that listen. house? I don't... Th- oh, wait. I think yeah, we did. did. Was it not One like Halloween time? or something? We were yeah. meant to watch like a scary movie. And we ended we up watched, watching... The Leprechaun or something. No, we That watched, wasn't The Leprechaun. What
1: was, what was that film that we watched? We watched the film that has fucking like Hacker Man 3000 and shit in it. Oh, what is that film called? Do you remember what I'm talking about? That's going um, to bug fucking life out of me,
0: man. We sat
1: and watched the not, dumbest film ever.
0: Did we not watch two films? Probably. Oh, no, no, no. I know the one you thought it was Kung Fu something.
1: Ah! It'll come to <laughs> me, man. It'll, that is driving me nuts. So we sat... Yeah, so you, you did see the inside of that house, um, but yeah. we were not in it for long at all. Um No and we ended up just we're like I think it was just being away from everything like you had a co-op and a set of traffic lights that's all you really had Um,
0: so what more could you want you know
1: (laughs) we just started going insane man and ended up getting moving back um, towards the towards Glasgow I'm trying to find this film that's going to drive me fucking nuts
0: episode 2 we already need a producer (laughs)
1: I know we are not doing this with any help. All of the, everything that is being done here, all of the recording and stuff is all being done in-house. We do not know what we're doing, which is probably the fucking worst thing. We're just fucking figuring it out as we go along, man. I'm never going to find it because I don't even know what I'm looking for. I'm like martial arts movie. I'll be there for fucking years trying to find it. Yeah. (coughs) Do you know who would know? Sam would know. Sam would know off the top of his head what that film was we want to see. That dude has got the greatest memory. (laughs) It's unbelievable how fucking good that guy's memory is. But it was it
0: was was. a film. It's a film called Kung Fury. Sorry, I've just. Kung Fury. (coughs) I literally just I just typed in Hacker Man. Why would you not do that? (laughs) That's
1: the one. Fucking Kung Fury. Yes. Was that most? Aye, that is a that is a weird film, but also incredible. It's like fucking 20 minutes or something is not even that long
0: no it's not long at all oh it's
1: great man I'll need to see if that's actually still on Netflix and watch it that's a lot of fun Um, I can't remember what even what I was saying about where that came up
0: yeah yeah how you didn't really enjoy being you know like small town vibe you wanted to be more in the city
1: yeah yeah I think being closer to things is um more our speed cause um, like when we whenever we're cause we're like looking to move as well we're looking at time by somewhere around here because we we're renting just now but every time we're looking both our family like from my side and emma's side they're always like oh you should you know you should look at me a bit further out like emma's side they're all saying oh you can get a front and front back uh, a front and back door like a big nice house down here for like the same price that you'd be paying for a, a flat up your way and we're like which
0: is true
1: that is very true
0: but i, I just we don't want to do that it's like we don't want to and compromise. it's also like a it's like a false economy as well because you buy a smaller a bigger place in a a smaller area so you're getting more for your money but then you've also got to factor in your travel costs like to and from the city whether or not you're actually going to be happy out there as well is another thing you know
1: yeah it's like emma emma quite often will look at houses where I'm from and be like, oh, look at this house is really nice. And then I'll turn around and be like, right, let me go and look at where you came up and we'll go look at properties. It's that. oh, no, 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 no. Don't want to do that. It is this, yeah. we've just got that thing of like, just cannot go back to where we came up because we did everything to escape it. So now yeah. when our family's like, oh, but you know, you can get a nicer, bigger house, you know, you'd have a, a nice big garden for the kids. And it's like, they really want to live in... <laughs> Like, the place that we tried our fucking hardest to
0: escape. To get away from. Yeah, yeah no, it and
1: then thing, the thing that goes through my head as well is, like, would would my kids think the same thing? Would my kids go, I cannot
0: fucking wait to get out of here? Yeah, so, like, that's the thing about bringing life into the world. Mm-hmm. We, we both came from good childhoods. You know, we were comfortable and happy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but we essentially still want to give our kids your kids not mine because i don't have any um, yeah like we want to <laughs> well, give them that a we, know of. we want yeah we want to give them a standard of life that, that that we'd be happy with you know to receive yeah. as a kid like so you want to always like not do better but you want to like give them th- you want to give them the life that you wish you had a little bit you know like yeah
1: you want it, you want to give them what you perceive as happiness i guess yeah Yeah. like you're 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 wanting to give them the life of what you see comfortability and and happiness is and like trying to find that balance is actually is really difficult because um like it's you my uh, my way of always thinking about it is just like i never really i'm never going to know exactly what my kids want because they are we're bringing them up and we're wanting them to come up as complete individuals. We're not bringing them up under any. We're not wanting to bring them up under any pressure to do things, pressure to be certain people, because that's just you've seen that happen. It's that's not. I'm not saying that's what happened to me when I was brought up, but um, you, you've seen yeah. that happen to people that you know, and 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 you just see them start falling apart as they get older because they're not striving to be that person that their parents have told them to be. Yeah. And, um, so it's trying to find that balance of like i want to guide them well i want to support them well but you need to not or in my mind i'm trying not to force ideals on them and and force them to think certain ways because that's how i think
0: there's a there's a real fine line between being an overbearing parent and being too laid back you know like it's it's really hard to find that kind of middle ground where your kid's going to grow up independent but still respect authority to some extent and mm-hmm. make their own choices, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Like, my mum and dad, when I was growing up, they were like, school's important. Mm-hmm. But it's not the end of the world if you don't get good grades because, mm-hmm. you know, not that they didn't get good grades but they had a happy life without going to university and all that kind of stuff. I never went to mm-hmm. university, I went to college twice. Mm -hmm. um and it first time around wasn't really for me but that's because it was right after school and school really wasn't for me either yeah yeah yeah. second time around it was hairdressing and that's kind of you know became my life so yeah but it it was never they were never like pushy about it they were never like oh you have to do this to like be happy and you know get a good job and all that kind of stuff it was never that kind of conversation because like, my mum was a seamstress for a long time, you know, and then worked in the schools, and like between them, worked in like just retail jobs. My dad was a joiner for a long time, and that's kind of always what he did. Then he worked in a homeless shelter, and mm-hmm. then he worked in the community center, where he's still working now. So he's never mm-hmm. like none of the none of the jobs that they did required them to have like any sort of special qualifications, other than just like joinery for my dad. Like he yeah. just needed to be a time served apprentice. Yeah. So it was like. The, the the way that they looked at things was like as long as you can find a skill yeah you know as long Absolutely. as you have a trade which is again seemingly becoming more and more important for people to to have skills or apprenticeships and all that kind of stuff because you see it like all the time people are looking for more than apprenticeships or mm-hmm. whatever because the the quote-unquote white collar jobs are you know like asking for asking for 10 years fucking experience and all that kind of Mm. stuff but then in the same like this this the same job description saying no (laughs) no formal like no former experience required yeah yeah so i think people are kind of looking more towards trades and all that kind of stuff yeah and i think that we will be the generation that really hammers that home you know Mm -hmm. um which is why again it's so important to kind of dance along that line you know you need to find the find the bit that makes sense for you because everyone's line is going to be different i guess
1: yeah yeah absolutely i don't think i think i'm still trying to find that line if i'm being honest i still don't know like i'm i'm still developing a lot of stuff with like the work that i do and everything that i know everything that i know and what i do in my job has been has been completely self-taught it's been completely through me putting time and energy into stuff like in my last place that i worked they they were kind enough to offer or they weren't really kind. i'm not gonna say they were kind enough to offer me i chased and i fought for them to put me into like i'm i don't know if it was a modern apprenticeship was a graduate apprenticeship i think it was called so they essentially like paid for me to go to university yeah and I only managed to do one year because after the first year, the university actually cancelled the course. So I, I couldn't carry Perfect. on. Perfect. But everything that I have done has been through my being like, right, I think I'm good at this. I'll, I'll go and figure it out. But I don't, I still don't feel as though I have, like what you're saying there, I still don't feel as though I have like a skill that I can fall back on. You know, like it's really good having these things that like you're saying, like doing the apprenticeship and getting these like core skills that will always be like if something goes tits up with the job that you have you've got those core skills that you can rely on yeah all i can really rely on is my experience like i've been in the sector or i've been in the the kind of roles i've been in since i left high school like i got a job before i even left high school and i was there for six years doing the same thing so all i really have to fall back on is my experience i don't have i don't particularly have like a specific set of skills if i want to sound like liam neeson i don't really have that i'm just i'm kind of slipping by unnoticed actually doing things okay and people are kind of
0: receptive of that and still keeping me employed that's because you're employable though you know like you've had you've had 10 years of working experience you know yeah yeah um And that's what i mean like we will be the generation to take that forward just now our parents and like even people who are a little bit older than us like it's kind of slipped past on them as well because a lot of them have had to just get jobs to survive Mm -hmm. which is fair you Mm know Um, we were definite i think i was lucky enough to get a trade as much as you may not have a trade you've Mm -hmm. got You've got relevant experience for the roles that you go into anyway. Like the jobs that you've always looked at have always been kind of within the same sort of wheelhouse. So, mm-hmm. I think I think that's important to kind of important to kind of put forward to your kids. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. I think like me and Emma have had these kind of similar conversations, and and I think we're quite fortunate that we both have. We both are on kind of the same level of. What we're wanting to, kind of instill into the kids and how we're wanting to bring them up, we're we're very similar in how we view our parenting. Not that, not that we're perfect parents, man. Like, cause who like is? I could I exactly I could never say that I am, but the thing that's always in the back of my mind, is I never want there to be a point. Further down the line, I mean it. It will happen. There's not really much I can do about it, but I won't. I want my kids to be able to reflect back on their childhood fondly more yeah. than negatively because, I mean, we all have that negativity of our childhood and, and it it's it's quite um, I mean, it, it made me who I am um, like certain things that happened when I was younger and it still kind of impacts me to this day like it still is on my mind quite a lot And me and my, me and my, my mother have had some kind of good conversations about this about how in those formative years just how much that stuff stays with you like and how yeah. much it can impact you and how how you view things and how you interpret things like the thing that the, the one thing that i noticed like this, this wasn't exactly a childhood thing um but just going on the thing of like something that happens that might not necessarily impact you at the time but then something brings it up further down the line and and you realise like holy shit that made like such a it's made such a a, an impact internally that will never really go away like one of our one of our friends went through something recently that um, kind of opened up something that I thought I'd like kind of dealt with and, and tucked away yeah but then I was having a conversation with them about it and just kind of talking them talking them through it because it was something that i'd um experienced previously and it was i just like i just remember i was just kind of texting them back and forth and i just remember i just i, I properly burst into tears just texting mm-hmm. about it and i was speaking to him about it after it and i was just like i never realized how much at the time that had properly impacted me as a person and how it's changed me going forward and I honestly thought it was just like oh that happened it was shit whatever we've moved on it's fine but then as soon as we start I started like opening up about it because I was talking to somebody else about what how I felt and what I went through I just I, I fucking like broke down just in fucking bits like I was just like tears streaming down my face and and it was I was quite shocked if I'm being honest because I was like I didn't realize how much this still affects me to this day and i think that's quite similar to what similar things that have happened in your childhood like until you start unpacking it when you're older and you start thinking about it you don't realize how much it still affects you even in your day-to-day life
0: no we 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 try to like i guess we live with our trauma you know like more than anything else you kind of you package it away like you're saying you try to ignore it I guess. I know I'm definitely guilty of that. Like, there's mm-hmm. parts of me that I have, like, packaged away, you know? Like, nothing, like, super bad. I've actually been quite lucky in having a life that's been fairly normal. Mm-hmm. The the only things that have kind of been packaged for me is when I was younger, I was, like, just a super angry mm-hmm. young child, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which I am still, but grown up <laughs> and yeah. able to deal with it better, you know? Like, and yeah, when things start to, like... Yeah, when things start to like, like really, l- like get on top of me, like last couple of days have been super stressful. Mm-hmm. Could feel it like building in my chest for days, you know. Like, and rather than deal with it the way that I should deal with it, I let it get in the way, mm-hmm. and I, uh, you know, as a like borderline panic attack for the last couple of days, I was like verge of, twi- verge of tears, you know, um, but. I would deal with that by lashing out, you know, when I was younger. Yeah. And I can see that coming to a point where I'm like, oh shit, fucking a drywall better watch out, you know, like, <laughs> coming for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Daddy-shaped> hole. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, my childhood bedroom is like still covered in holes from yeah. when I was younger. Like, like th- there's a, a poster back there mm-hmm. um, that is still there. Because there is a hole in the door, fucking hell! There is a poster on that door. Because there's still a hole on the door. Jesus! On the on the outside, it's been plastered up, kinda, mm. and like s- stained with coffee, so it kinda matches the door. <laughs> 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 but like, it's, it's a th- it was a thing when I was younger, man. My knuckles were yeah. always a mess, you know, because I would always just punch something, you yeah. know. And and that was not nothing in my life happened to make me an angry child it was just who i was you know i've always had a bit of a short fuse mm-hmm. but growing up you learn to deal with it so now you can see that in other people as well mm-hmm. like you can start to see people like oh shit he's probably got some problems that need to be dealt with professionally as we all do you know like yeah. even though like i still think i should probably go and get therapy which is why i think you have started this podcast <laughs> um, <laughs> It's not, I
1: promise it's not. This I'm is not, like, like the, the anything beginning you of tell it. me, Anything you tell me is not in confidence because I don't know what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> I'm not a professional. I don't have a certificate. So everything you say, I'm not liable for a fucking thing you say.
0: God, so I can't even sue you? <laughs> no. you don't How have am anything I going to rich? You don't have I gonna get rich? How am I going to get rich?
1: You're not going to get rich from me, bro. Like, I have fucking nothing. <sighs> <laughs> no, but that, like that's... I can um I can relate to that coming up with my siblings like he my brother in particular fucking love the guy stupid big ginger bastard I've not actually seen him in ages fucking love the guy he was quite similar to that he was quite he was a very angry kid but what I what I've always kind of thought it was is like he you know how horrible kids are when you're younger. My brother yeah. is, is a ginger-haired man, came up as a ginger-haired man in the 90s. So, people would pick on him just for being ginger. Yeah. So, my brother very quickly learned how to fight people and kick their heads in. So, it was almost yeah. like he had that he had that way of dealing with his, his petting up anger and stuff, but it wasn't until somebody provoked it. Like... I think that, like, me and my brother wrestled and stuff, but we never really got in a proper fight. The one that always sticks out is he threw a remote control at my head one time. For some reason, that's always just stuck in my head. I can't remember why. I'm obviously <laughs> just pissing him off too much. But that, I think he had, like, the proper red rage when he was younger. Now he's, like, the most relaxed guy. You could never imagine my brother being in a fight. Like, you've met him. You can't no, hair. No, I can't
0: imagine your brother to, to raise his voice. No,
1: he's so laid back, he's so chilled out, but back in the day, when he was a young man coming up, he was quite similar in that way, where, like, playing fucking FIFA on his PlayStation 2, like, <laughs> I'd be in the room next to him, and I thought my wall was going to come in, because he's going fucking berserk, because somebody scored against <laughs> him, you
0: know? <laughs> well, I guess that's kind of something to me, like, uh, now that you think about it, you know, like... I grew up as a fat goth in Bridgeton. <laughs> I got bullied, you know. I like, was definitely, and I don't think it was ever like it was never like mean bullying. No, it was. Uh-huh. It was mean bullying. Obviously, it was. Bullying. Yeah, all bullying is mean. It was. It was mean enough to make me angry and upset, yeah. and that's how I dealt with it. Was by lashing out against things that I knew I could beat up like the wall, yeah. you know, <laughs> because it can't fight back until can't it can't fight top back of you. against because also i'm still small you know yeah you like, have a
1: but you have a very low center of gravity which makes you hard to like topple over
0: so in a also, fight that's always good so when i went when i went to pri- like in the primary school and the first year of secondary school i was uh-huh. still small hit puberty and i grew a little bit uh-huh. and i was like sick i'm going to be one of the big boys you know yeah and then i stopped growing yeah and everyone else didn't grow for a while and i was like yes i'm the big boy perfect yeah. so that was around the time when i started like you know finding music on my own and deciding that wearing eyeliner and painting my nails was a good idea yeah because i was the big boy you know perfect yeah. <laughs> give it maybe six weeks everyone else <laughs> has like a head and shoulders on me <laughs> and i'm just like looking up at everyone and i'm like oh my god and they all got athletic yeah like they got strong yeah and i stayed chubby (laughs) and i was like (laughs) i thought the puppy fat was gonna wear off by now (laughs) so that's when they got mean because they went from like not that i was mean to them when i was the quote-unquote big one you know like i was i was riding high with my confidence you know like chin chin was up always yeah and then the tables got turned big time, and I was like, "Oh God!" Like, uh, head down, don't want to say anything, just in case. Yeah. Like, so if, if, if it ever came to like fisty cuffs, I was always going to end up with a black eye. Not that you would yeah. know, because I'd be wearing like a long cup to cover eye, up then. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, yeah, I that, guess
1: that's 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 probably a good question. Actually, is have you ever actually been in a proper fist fight? Yeah, yeah.
0: It didn't that last very long. That, <laughs>
1: What? What? How did it happen? What actually came of it? I personally have been punched a lot, but I've never been in an actual fisty cuff where I have like properly fought back. Um, I've been so like when I was... I've been sucker punched. is probably the best way to put it.
0: Yeah, there was a couple of times in like the like the gym changing room, you know, like the. Mm-hmm. The classic, cliche place for a fight to start because the teachers weren't there watching because yeah. obviously they'd get put in jail. Um, <laughs> what, if,
1: what if mine did, actually?
0: Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was like, you know, it was nothing spectacular. I definitely got my head kicked in by one or two boys. Jesus. Um, and then same sort of time frame, I guess I was, um, like there's a play park next to my house. Mm They got built not long after I went to secondary school. Mm -hmm. I remember a couple of the bullies were there. And this was it. This was the time I was like, what are you fucking saying? You know, I was like, (laughs) high-pitched. More (laughs) high-pitched than I am right now. Like, (laughs) um... I stood up for myself and they walked towards me and I was like, oh no. (laughs) What do I do? (laughs) Um... So, like, the closer they got, I was like, oh, it's fight or flight, baby, you know? Like, so I yeah. just, like, th- th- threw some wild jabs, hit nothing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the aim was so off. Yeah. And, like, I just remember, like, he sculled me. He hit me so hard. Yeah. I went down. And he gave me a couple of kicks in the stomach. Um, And that was about it, you know? Like, I think that they kind of knew that that was that. Um. What else are you gonna do to a kid that's already on the ground? Yeah. Um,
1: even even doing the kicks is a fucking shitty thing to do, man. Anytime you yeah. see a, a guy go down or a woman go down, like you're done. Like two people yeah. fighting, one person goes down, you don't fucking kick them when they're down.
0: And but I think from just... I think from that moment that's kinda when I had like the fighters mentality. Where I was always like, Oh I'll hit first all the time. Yeah um like my next door neighbor um, we we used to be part of like a youth group when we were younger that my mum and dad were like on the board and stuff for and basically uh-huh. like once a year they'd always have like it's kind of like a budget meeting or like a training meeting but th- what they would do is we would hire out like a there's an old scout lodge out at uh Aberfoyle, i want to say right, okay. Aberfoyle, abbymore mm-hmm. one of those two started when they <laughs> um, over there somewhere yeah, over there somewhere. So, we'd go there, and it'd always be a good laugh. It'd always be, like, 40 people, you know, and then all the kids. The yeah. The g- parents would get, like, blazed at night. Late. They'd just be, like, ripping it up. Because it yeah. was, like, a holiday for them as well. Um. So, like, during the day, they would take us, like, trips out, and we'd always go, and it would either be, like, a, like a country park or something, like, or we'd have activities to do that was always fun. So, me mm-hmm. and my next neighbour, we were really good friends, Um. And, I don't know, he, he's a wind-up, and he's always been a wind-up. Even to this day, still a wind-up, you know, and oh. I, it's always... Now, I, I, I look back at it and I laugh, you know. And, like, yeah. when I talk to him, I still laugh because it's yeah. just fun, you know. But back then, I was younger, sensitive, didn't like yeah. what he said a couple of times. So, like, I would just, like, we just sat next to each other, and I'd just be like, what? And I'd hit him. <laughs> and then he was, like, he was bigger than me still. Yeah. He's, like, maybe a year or two older than me and obviously it would just tank me every time and i'd be like why'd i keep doing this like it's almost as if my brain was like cool i should just lash out and then the no one will lash out at me yeah we man yeah. wee man syndrome is what i believe it's called you
1: have proper you've probably just like completely explained wee man syndrome especially that bit where you talked about being the big guy and then you were no longer the big guy like that is fucking. <laughs> you have actually fully just explained wee man syndrome
0: Ah, so we're unpackaging my trauma again. Perfect. <laughs> you started this conversation talking about you, and now all of a sudden this is Gary's therapy session once more.
1: I uh, will. All it is is I'm just very good at asking questions. And also, I just, I don't know, I've just not really done much as a child, I guess. Just kind of stayed in the house and played computer games. I mean, like, I've, yeah. I've been... I've been, like, jumped and, and sucker-punched and shit. The only time I've ever been involved in a, an altercation, every time has been to stop it from happening. Like, every right. time. Going out and nights out and stuff. When you're a young lad, I was always the guy going out and just wanting to fucking dance and, and have a have a good time. And, and I wanted everyone else to have a good time when I was out. But there was, like, a couple of boys that I would go out with that like they would enjoy themselves until somebody said something wrong, especially with somebody they didn't know. They would say something, and it would just turn into like the absolute red mist. Like there's one boy in particular that I've not actually spoken to him in a while. And I think you actually might know him as well. Oh, um, he was in particular. He was like this the kind of scariest when he turned. So there was yeah. like one guy, one this one guy in particular that uh, he was he was. Quite, sh- he's not short, but I mean, I've always kind of been a bit lanky. But um, any time I, I could in. see, <laughs> any I could see, like the red mist start going over his eyes when we were out, it was that point where I would just have to like try and do what I can to just stand in his way, because yeah. I knew he was just—he was one of those guys that as soon as he starts, it's hard to—it's very difficult to stop him because he was just fucking brute. Force the dude was so fucking strong, but I started I started being able to like read him, so I knew when he was starting to get pissed off. I'm <laughs> like, right, man, we'll we'll go and get another drink. So that was that was me. I was the kind of I was the barrier between instigation, and it turned into a full blown fight because yeah. I didn't want to see I didn't want to see any of my friends getting in a fight, man. Not even watching them get beat up. I didn't want to see them fighting somebody else. Like no, like actual fighting and um. Like any kind of any kind of violence, man, I get really fucking, I get really anxious about it. Like my heart goes fucking wild, my chest gets dead tight. Any time I'm near it, any time I'm around it, I just hate seeing it. I'm not one for any kind of violence. Like even when we're just like, it's been a couple of times where we've we've been out and something's kind of popped up. Like there was um when we were in, I think we were in Aberdeen. I think we were in Aberdeen, and one of the guys that came with us while we were playing, we were playing a show in Aberdeen, and one of the guys that came with us was ripping on one of the boys. Well, he's he's not he's not. Well, I mean, like rainfalls aren't really a thing anymore, but he's not been in the band for a while, and he uh, started ripping on him, and I could just see our mate's face fully fucking change and i was just like you
0: could feel the tension rising yeah i was
1: like this is the point where we actually see the fucking red rage come out of our mate and i got so uncomfortable and anxious because i just i can't do confrontation i'm not good at it at all
0: yeah i think i definitely tried to ignore it and pass it all off as a joke but like looking back it was definitely like it was anti- it was almost an attack on his character, you know, and you can understand For why sure. somebody would get annoyed.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. But th- like the the person that instigated it that was that was their thing, wasn't it? Like that was oh, just yeah, that was yeah, yeah. that was like their shtick was saying things to get a rise out of people, like that. Yeah, they were
0: the cat among the pigeons, like all the time. Yeah, that was just, just them a bit they like, were
1: like oh. Yeah, It gets to the point where they're just a bit like right. That was that was funny when you were. Kind of making a comment, but now that you're like fully fucking attacking people with your words, like piss off away you go, man. You, nobody needs that kind of fucking energy around yeah. here. Get,
0: do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you say that, but you'd been too scared to say it, your hand would be shaking the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, man, it honestly, entirely. it's fine, just you can hang out, it's fine.
1: I was like stuck right in the middle of it as well because I was standing right next to the two of them and I was just like, "Oh fuck, what do I do here?" Like, I can't, I can't do anything because I'm like frozen in fear. It's going to escalate something worse. Like yeah. that, that's what no. that's what happens to me is I fucking freeze up and I just go, "Ha ha, cool." Put my arm around one of them and start walking away. <laughs> walking <So> away. <laughs> I just don't want anything to happen,
0: you know. Oh,
1: I hate it, man. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. No, it's, it's not a fun time. Conflict is is not my thing man, I'm glad that uh, <laughs> I'm glad that it's not really happened to me so far. Touch wood.
0: It's yeah, not there's really not been many there's not been many instances of it in my like adulthood.
1: Yeah. Like and one, it's about one or two, it's, like...
0: it's about the people around you, isn't it?
1: It's the people yeah. you surround yourself with like ninety percent of the time. Like we have a pretty solid crew whenever we're out and about. Like there's not gonna there's never somebody there that's gonna fucking start a fight.
0: No, and if there is, then usually it can be squashed before it gets to that, you know. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's just fucking.
1: Aye, it makes me nervous even thinking about it. Like I'm fucking, I'm <laughs> starting to climb up over here just thinking about people fighting. I hate it. God, I just, damn ab- it. Absolutely hate it. I thought I was I. a sensitive one. <laughs> Maybe we'll need to unpack that one then. So why is Craig so terrified of fighting?
0: Well, that's me gonna write down some notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well that i mean that says made it to an hour man is that a podcast about, fucking cool that is that that was a full hour of us just talking about fighting and uh <laughs> not fighting because i don't like it um i don't really i don't really have much of a sign off this time like last week we could kind of talk about some other things but i guess we can do thank you for everyone that has checked out episode number one we hope you continue to check them out, um, this one will go up, uh, we're recording this on Thursday so again we'll just keep them coming on a Tuesday, um, uh, I think we'll try and maybe open up to questions and suggestions and stuff, we'll maybe open up a wee Twitter or something and if um, people are interested in that they can kind of ping us things to talk about and if they want to send us I mean, if you want to send us some advice questions, we'll give you advice that you can absolutely not take to the bank and shouldn't
0: take seriously ever. Oh, God. People listening to our terrible (laughs) advice.
1: (laughs) Like, neither of us have got anything together, so please ask us for advice so we can fuck
0: up your life as well. That would be good. If you want to end up like us, (laughs) ask us for advice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, I'm up for that. Um, Yeah, so just thank you everyone for For listening, Um, and if we have any anything next week, question-wise or anything, we we will get round to it. But um, yeah, I don't really have anything. You get anything else you want to close off? Nope. Oh, good. That was fucking super helpful.
0: Nope. Yep. Right. Nope. Well, I love you, man. I'll (laughs) speak to you next week. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)